Hello and welcome to the Life Unscripted podcast, the podcast that invites you to break free from the ordinary and embrace the extraordinary journey of self-discovery and empowerment. Join us as we dive deep into conversations with experts, thought leaders and real people, sharing their insights, stories and practical tips to help you navigate life's challenges and seize its opportunities. So whether you're tuning in during your morning commute, your daily workout or your quiet moments of reflection, get ready to embark on an incredible journey of self-discovery and transformation. Go and hit that subscribe button to never miss an episode and join us as we create lives that are authentically ours, unscripted and limitless. This is Life Unscripted and your story starts now. I want you to introduce yourself to people that know you, that don't probably don't know you, or people that don't know you at all. Cool, so my name's Craig, I've born and bred in Northampton, um, at the moment I've just finished studying um, for a mental health nurse, been in that career for around 12-13 years, give or take, um, yeah just about to qualify, working at St Andrews Hospital, um, before that I sort of spent a good five to six years becoming a personal trainer fitness coach went into sort of like well-being and all of that stuff as well so the two kind of go in hand mm. do you nicely. find that they've helped yeah i think do you they've, use they've what... helped me they both have helped me yeah. massively so do, but what what do you take what you've learned that's helped you do you apply that to within, within nursing yeah 100 percent. yeah 100 percent. yeah there's the, like from the from my working background you know some of the lads that get quite bored, you know, get quite tired. Um, you know, we all know that physical well being and, and just being active and exercise mm. and having structure and routine and yeah, it's helped them like have, you know, confidence, validation, effort, it helps them initiate things, it gets just gets them better, mm. doesn't it? You know, because obviously like physical and mental health is all just interlinked. Mm. So yeah, it's helped me also like build relationships with them, gain that trust, mm. speak to them, make them realise that, you know, being on a on a section or being on well or being in hospital isn't isn't as bad as what they think or yeah. as bad as how it what it can be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? So I sort of use it as a strength to sort of coach lads through and you know just give them start start from the basics. Obviously, everyone's got their own different levels. There's some lads that that I was treating that were from prison that knew how to train, train before. So for me, it was just a go to to be like, oh, do you go gym? Do you know what I mean? Conversations already started. Yeah. Like, yeah, I do. You know how yeah. many times do you go gym? And I. And it's like, oh, we've got a gym here. Yeah. Do you want to go gym? Yeah. But that's applying your knowledge of a lot as a like a man management sort of thing. Is you know you yeah, can't yeah. you know you got to you got you got to look at someone and think, well, that's where I'm gonna yeah get yeah, them. Hundred percent. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, and, and make them interested. Yeah, and I was taught that from you know my background in nursing. I was on quite a good ward. It was really like established and experienced. Um, and I just watched all these other sort of experienced staff members and and just took a step back and watched what they do, why they do it, how they do it, um, and sort of took that scope and being like, right, well, I'm going to try that with these guys. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. As the years went by, and then before you know it, I've become like one of these lads doing what they were doing that I was learning from them. Yeah. And as time goes on, you know, you, you find yourself, you're the, you're the one then leading that. Yeah. Which comes your confidence, you know, your confidence yeah. grows, and then you get people saying, oh, you know, you should be qualified now, you should be really good at this, you're really good at that, just because you're learning, mm. isn't you? interactions engagement and social 
social opportunities are such a big thing. I think not just in mental health, but day to day. You know, you can catch someone, give them a good day, give them a bad day, just yeah. because of a, a, a social interaction. Yeah. I think nowadays it's definitely missed in in society. People really ain't got time to... Well, this is why I sort of said to you, I mean, I said to you, I see you at the gym, you were there, and I said, this is the reason why I wanted to start a podcast, is, is to have... I'm interested in people. I want to have people on, lo- local people that have got a bit about them and have got mm. a lot of knowledge um, there to mainly, you know, because a lot of people don't really listen to podcasts. I mean, and then you've got these highly qualified people that they're listening to. Well, I'd like the fact that when you're speaking to someone that's in the mm. in the midst of it, you know, yeah, what I mean? yeah, going yeah, through like it, middle ground. Yeah, and I, yeah. you know, I, and I want to, you know, I want to actually learn to actually engage more and listen more and be a lot better listener yeah. which would make in then in turn make me a better conversationalist because yeah. I think that a lot of people when you talk to a lot of people you don't you're not actually listening no. and you want to keep and you you're just waiting to say what you want to say yeah. you know yeah. instead of so this is why I like this because I like, you know we're present in the moment nothing else yeah, no yeah. distractions yeah. I want to listen to you yeah and and we'll have a conversation and then we can go sort of feed off each other instead yeah. of like and and there's no ego will, going, you know, waiting for you to say this. Or some people yeah. really just struggle to just sit still, listen, focus, process what the other person's saying. Mm. Some people can't. But that's, I mean? that's the society today, I find. Do that. Yeah, I think there's a lot of things out there in society, generation, tradition, uh, culture, technology, that's making, it's like manipulating people's brains. Yeah. It's making them non-stop, it's making them... You know, you're talking to someone, but you're looking on your phone. Yeah. You're ordering something, but you already you don't know why you're ordering it or what you're yeah. ordering. You just want it. Yeah. You don't know why you want it. You're not t- spoke to anyone about it. Yeah. You're not even reading the actual yeah. details of what you're ordering. You yeah. just see it. You want it. Bang. Done. Next. I mean, somebody could go on Instagram. I mean, a prime example. My missus done it the other day. She went on. She went online to order something, and I said to her a half hour later, "Did you order that?" And she went, "Oh no, I was just looking on Instagram." And and I said to her, "What was you looking at?" Not because no, I'm not not being uh, insecure or anything, but and she couldn't say like. And I think a lot of people do. I think they go through the Instagram or Facebook, whatever, and they don't actually know what they couldn't probably say what they're seeing. No, it's just become like a an Argos catalogue, hasn't yeah. it? Yeah. Do you remember when you were a kid? Yeah. In the nineties, and you'd sit on the floor. Yeah. Browsing through an Argos catalogue. Yeah. And that's what we're doing now yeah. with technology. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Argos catalogue. You don't know what you're looking at. No, it, you're looking at. It. You're looking at something that you want that you're not. And yeah. that's like social media, you're looking yeah, yeah. at what you want. Yeah. 100%. And I've always said this with people in their jobs, I think it's one of them things where say if you're at work and you're having a bad day and then you go on lunchtime, you go on Instagram and somebody's in the Maldives that I don't know, you might know or somebody famous or you know, a Z list of them, Z list celebrity, yeah. you're gonna go, Well how come they're in the Maldives? Yeah. And you, I'm you not yeah, I'm at end, work doing a job I don't really want to do. You end up comparing yourself. Yeah. Which annoys you, it's makes you feel more low in mood, that yeah. makes you more irritable. Because you're not having a good day. No. But you're comparing it. But you don't know they're having a good day. Or yeah. what it took for them to get to that point. Yeah. Of, you know, yeah. it's just, you know, we all, everybody does it. It's the, the good, they only share the good. You know, I'm on holiday. You don't know yeah. that, you know, I'm, I'm going to Italy next week. It's stressful coming up with the money and, and, and all, you know, sorting everything out. But they, you don't, I ain't, you ain't going to see that on the post that I post no, when I'm you know, in Italy on the plane. You're not going to post every day on how you feel on the no. road to Italy and how stressful no. that is. Yeah, skin, how skinned I am. <laughs> yeah, how that's caused stress on you and the partner. And yeah. At times you probably be thinking, oh, is this a bad idea? What's the point? Can't yeah. bother. Let's just sack it off. Yeah. No one's going to see that. No, no one's going to talk about that. But they're the real things that people should show because we're human. Mm. 
you know what I mean? It's a struggle. Mm. You just got to keep going and keep persisting. You will get to Italy. You will have a nice holiday. Mm. But yeah, like you're saying, people will just take that picture, that snapshot, being like, "Oh, look at them! Yeah, great day." Mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I believe our childhood shapes us. I don't know if you believe that as well. But what do you feel has influenced you as a parent and yourself, like good or bad? Like, I think. Yeah, I mean, looking at me, like my main, my main sort of foundation was just. Luckily, I had good parenting. You know, me old dear, my mum was just hundred percent like priority for the children. Made sure we were safe. Made sure we were okay. We had a good level of education. She made sure that we were, she was quite strict when we were at school. No messing around. You know, no truanting, no wagging. Mm. If we if we got in, if we got in trouble with the teachers, she was there addressing it. Yeah, hundred percent. She she taught us that don't mess around. Stay at school. Hang around with good kids. Don't hang around with bad kids. Don't get yourself in trouble. Yeah, and I think. That then passed on to the other siblings, and before you know it, we had like a bit of a tight, tight like routine regiment, like yeah. a safe had place in the house that then carried on. Mm. Just I just sort of took it all in my stride, really. Good, good amount of friends as well. There was there was a good a good group of us lads. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? We all sort of. Well, I suppose if you're projecting that yourself, yeah, and we all had very good things in common. We all had, we say it now a lot when we meet each other. We all had good mum and dads. Yeah. And we've all worked out okay. Do you mm. know what I mean, all got kids, all got families. Um, yeah, I was I was at the I was at the pub with my, one of my close friends last night, and we were just sitting there like reminiscing how people turn out, and we we were just saying how oh, you find it interesting that because of parenting, because of mum and dad, or because of like when one's not there, or drugs, alcohol, substances, you know, these negative sort of impact factors come in. You can just definitely see how from childhood to adulthood, the, the individual just ends up like struggling a lot yeah do you know what I mean or de-skilled or yeah. in prison or addicted to drugs or really bad ill health yeah uh, but fortunately mate yeah the old dear done well with me yeah well, that's good I mean you, you've always been close now I mean I know I know you mum personally and um, yeah I like I like that from what I see of you mum just the uh, mannerisms and how she is her character yeah, is very good yeah I think you learn to as you, as you get older and you become an adult you become humble yeah, and you appreciate. And you realise what actually what they've done. Yeah, you know, at the time. And you pass it on to your kids. Didn't yeah, you? and this is what I was getting at is in a way like with my my parent. You know, I look at a lot of things that you know a lot of people follow suit. Yeah. About their parents were, but I sort of took, I look at it and I took the good bits and the, and, the, and the bad bits, and I thought, well, I'll change the bad bits. But it got to a point where I went so far, the opposite to the bad. Mm, it mm. became an unhealthy. Yeah, yeah, sort of thing. Yeah. So I had to sort of learn to, I recognised it, mm-hmm. and then I had to sort of rein that down because yeah. you know, because good and bad can be unhealthy. Yeah, it can be. Yeah, yeah. So and it was, you know, it becomes unrealistic. Yeah, you you're kind of setting yourself, uh, you setting yourself up to fail there because it's, yeah. it's not going to meet day to day life. No. You've got too high expectations. High expectations yeah. yeah, which is uh, which will create a negative feeling. Yeah, you know, which I didn't do this. I didn't do that. I was supposed to do this. Yeah. I'm feeling that and I shouldn't be feeling that. Of course, yeah. there's too many questions in your mind. Yeah. Way too much. Yeah. It, like, when I'd, when I'd done this, when I'd done the extension on here, it was sort of like, I'd give my list, like, my past, the remembrance of my mum and dad is my dad never done anything around the house. Mm. He always done things with other people. So it, it was, when I've got an extension to do in my head, I'm like, 
I'm doing it and I'm and I want to get as many things done as possible. Yeah. yeah. As fast as possible and because that's the opposite to what my dad done. But yeah, it became yeah. I, I got myself stressed yeah. over yeah. that. And yeah. so and I was causing get, the issue the yeah. other end of the scale. You get you know, you get your partner in the middle going, yeah. Do you not want to just leave it now? And yeah. you're like, well, I can't. No, because I want to do this. Yeah. I need to yeah. do this. It's not healthy, no. but I want to do this. I yeah. need to do this. Yeah. For that sense of like self validation. Yeah. It's a big important thing and it's yeah. hard. And no one else will understand that because that's that's sort of programmed in with you. Yeah, with me, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Everyone's got different levels yeah. of that and different different sort of expectations, different validations. Yeah. Just um, yeah, I mean I, I used to be I used to be quite laid back and then it's all of a sudden then I went to an extreme I think it's after having a little and I think having kids changes you in a way and I thought, Well, I'm gonna be this dad and I was giving myself a high expectation of it yeah. and then stressing yeah. yourself out of it. Causes causes anxiety. Yeah. Because, like you say, we're living in like going back to what we said earlier. You're living in a generation where you're you're comparing and you're you're aware of everyone else. Mm. You're paying attention to everyone else. You're not really paying attention to what you've done mm. or or what's positive that you've done. Because it's that I need to do this now. Yeah. I need to do that now. What if? Yeah. What? Yeah. And, and that's too, it's too too grey. Yeah. Because there is no black and white in that. There is no outline or end. Mm. You know. So what if I don't do the extension? Yeah. What if it's not finished at this time? Do yeah. You know what I mean, what? What if I can't take my kid to the park as much as I want? What if I, I need to go to work on a Saturday when really I should be sitting there taking the missus and kids out on a family day out? And you beat yourself up, don't you? Yeah. Because there is no one to talk to, there's no one to vent to, and you just take it in and it knocks you down. So yeah. then what you got, to, what you feel like is there's no more workload and pressure on you. So you then have to just keep going and keep going and keep going without talking. And I think relating to mental health um, and physical health, that's where people just fall mm. you know you can see the crisis coming out yeah you can see just the blowouts the a-wolves the, the binge drinking the, yeah the lads that make you know me and you know we'll just go i've had enough and go in the sesh um but that's the way an individual would behave or communicate say i've had enough i'm struggling yeah they're <laughs> great saying, saying I'm at, i've had enough i'm struggling is the art bit yeah and actually being able to recognize that within yourself yeah is a really hard bit yeah we all do it, you know. I'll, I'll sit there and I'll get quite, quite shirty. Like if there's there's some work do, like for me studying and me nursing. If I'm feeling worried and anxious and I'm feeling negative that I can't do it, I'll leave it. When really the missus will be like, "Oh, what are you doing today?" And I'll be like, oh, "I'm doing studying," just as in a way to sort of say, don't, "Don't speak to me. Just let me get on with it," because I can't be doing talking about a load of other things. So I'll mask it in a way, and she knows as well. She knows exactly what's what's going on. I'll just be pacing around, I'll be cleaning the house, I'll be looking at things to do. And then before you know it, I'll bosh out like a DIY project, do a load of art, go gym, and then I'll be like, oh, I've got no time to study. But I've created yeah, that yeah, myself. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So this the, the, within these three years of like studying, I've, I've realised that it's a journey more about yourself. It's definitely a journey more about yourself. Yeah. And, and you knowing your limits and expectations and, and how to change and planning and organising, getting up and being like, what's more important? What do I yeah. need to sacrifice? Where do I need to do? You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's Probably. hard. It's hard. Mm. Really hard. Because it's like a leap of faith. Sometimes you don't want to do it. Do you know what I mean? Sometimes you can't be bothered. Sometimes you just feel like lying there, ringing a mate, and not going to the gym or going for these walks and doing all the things that you know are going to be good for you to start you off. Because it's it's tiring and it's hard work. But you know you need to do it. Yeah. To get yourself on that sort of like starting point. Yeah. To go right, I'm ready to do my work now. I need to do my work. So I'll do it sometimes. Like I haven't been. I like to go to the gym in the morning, but then I don't. 
because I don't go gym after work for whatever reason. I've left work late, so I think, well, the little one's going to go to bed, so I'll come home and have dinner, and I'll go gym later. And I think sometimes I feel I haven't sat down, but I'll get more benefit. I mean, it's good to sit down sometimes yeah. and do yeah. nothing, yeah. but I'll think yeah. a lot of time I think I'll get more benefit while going to the gym at eight o'clock at night than mm. sitting down on my ass watching something that I don't yeah. really want. Well, yeah. I don't really yeah. sit and watch TV much anyway. Yeah, I, I think, think a lot of I people say very masculine male thing as well because I'm very much the same. I know a lot of guys that are the same. It's like what what someone wants to do isn't what someone feels as if they should be doing at that moment. But they know they need to do this. They know they need to do that. But how am I going to do it in such a short amount of time? And again, it creates that pressure and stress, expectations, yeah. anxiety, and it's hard. Well, I think um, I think I said to this to Dan last week, but I've seen a great quote. And it said about um, motivation can take you so far, far, but discipline is the thing that carries you forward. Hundred percent, yeah. So look, you can be mo- like, like that's what a lot of. I mean, you anyone know, being could, a personal trainer, like, anyone could be motivated. Yeah, you, but as soon as that motivation goes, you've got any discipline it ain't going to no. work. You got to be disciplined. Yeah, and that's one thing again, like women, women, women nursing. It's that discipline of being organised, um, putting in the graft, and making sure your priority is like, well, I'm going to do this at this time. I'm going to do this at this time. I'm spend this much time on this article, this much time on that. Because if you ain't going to do that, mm. your end result is going to be poor, isn't it? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But yeah. you, I think nowadays people convince themselves to lie to themselves and they'll look for fault in that process. So say if the result's been negative or you didn't get the good enough grade, you'll pick fault and be like, yeah. oh, but we didn't have enough time or, oh, the tutor was quite harsh in marking or... Oh, the, the plumbing, the plumbing pipe work went in the house. Yeah, and, you know we've all got time in the day. You know, there's, there's tw- what twelve hours a day. Do you know what I mean? If you work for nine, yeah, what's the average work hours? Eight, yeah, nine eight, hours. Nine hours. Yeah. You got four, five hours of doing nothing. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Try, That's what I mean. And they'll look on there. Try your best to just think within yeah. that and be organised, be disciplined, be motivated, and go. What can I do within those four, five hours? What do I need to do within those four, five hours? Mm. What's more important? And it only needs to be. Half hour, an hour. If yeah. You're doing an hour, yeah, half exactly. hour every day. Oh, Instead of like, yeah. you know, this is like, if you if you done if it's, I'll do it with the cleaning. If I or we take it in turns doing this, we've got it's, you know set rooms that we do. And I think well, if I do like that room and in that room, that room. Instead of like spending a whole Sunday cleaning, cleaning because you get the that you spend the yeah, whole Sunday when cleaning. I've got half hour here and there in the week <laughs> yeah. to do it. Yeah. Yeah, and it's like you when you go on a scale when you was going back to like planning your studying and stuff like that. Like if you. If you know you've put your planned it out and you've put your time and effort into it, you, you can hold your hands up and go, "I've done all I can." Despite yeah. what you grade, yeah. So then you can go, "I've done it." And you won't make excuses because yeah. you've gone, "I've yeah. held my hands up now. I've done what I can." Yeah. Idiot, idiot, I'll leave yeah. it up to. And that's taking responsibility, isn't it? Yeah. You, you, you know what I mean? You, but you, you're, you're acknowledging looking. what's in front of you. Yeah. Instead of holding away from it and not trying to blame others for yeah. or outside sources for your own yeah. problems. Yeah. Definitely. And I think we live in a we live in a day of. My studying was a good example, but I think in terms of a lot of people that we know with like ill health, mental health, taking responsibility, lifestyle choices, um, you know, when their kids are poorly and when they're poorly themselves, we live in a generation now where there's a reluctancy of people actually acknowledging responsibility, behaviours, lifestyle patterns. You and me know that there'll be people that we we'll bump into in the gym on Monday, and the first thing that's come out of the mouth. Oh, I can't bother today. I went on a special weekend. I've had a load of rubbish. And you look at them and you feel like saying, whose fault's that, mate? 
Yeah. But you can't you can't no. say that today. No. And and in, in today's age because that's bang out of order. Yeah. And you you trying to help them. Yeah. Because they talk to you about getting in shape, they want to get better, they're mental all over the place. You know, they reach out to you because they see you as someone that's a little bit more proactive, uses initiative, is always on it, you know. And you just think, Well, that's me though. Yeah. That's because I'm like that. You know, if you're a certain way, maybe you need to look at the way you are and try and change that. If you're not trying to change that, it's not going to work. It ain't going to work, no. <laughs> no. Do you know what I mean? It's all, I get people say to me now, I go, oh, you know, how come you look like, how come you're in so good shape? You know, what do you do? You go gym every day and I was like, no. I'll go gym two to three times a week if I want to. But it's yeah. the outside, what I'll do. Yeah, it's the, the other side of it. It's the external factors. You know, the cold the showers and the, I fast now and again. I've got saunas, you know what I mean? And I eat healthy, which stems from my mum's. Yeah. And, and the way I was brought up I don't want to you know people go oh you're dieting because you're eating like I'll probably be eating tuna and rice and veg for, for um, lunch and uh, with olive oil drizzled all over it and that and they're like oh you're, you're dieting I'm not no I don't like the word diet anyway I like clean eating or, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. it's less pressure but I'm never dieting no. I just I choose that over uh, going to Greg's and, or McDonald's and getting a burger I like that to me yeah. is far more nourishing yeah than I mean, going to eat that. But don't get me wrong, we all have our bad days, and I will eat. Uh, you know, I had a mango last week, which I don't think that's bad anyway. Pure meat and good food. Good, though, good yeah. food, but I mean, the facts and stats are out there that ill health is currently like crushing the NHS, mm. and a lot of that factors to lifestyle choices. Yeah, the the biggest one is obesity, cardiovascular disease, heart disease, heart problems, people being overweight. Yeah, you know, when you look at cancer, obviously, I I generally think that the cancer out there is because of people's poor diet mm. and lifestyle. Oh, definitely, yeah. I mean, it's, it's now, I think, what was it, a couple of years ago, one in six, one in five? Yeah. They reckon now it's in between like one and two, three people. Yeah, yeah, they reckon. All we're yeah. doing now is just eating more rubbish because but, we haven't got time because yeah. we're out and about more, we're busier, we're stressed, mm. we're anxious, we want things, we want, we want a, a Starbucks coffee now, mm. we want to go to McDonald's now, we want to order this now, we want Uber Eats, all these things that just give you really bad food that you're not really aware of what's in it, you just yeah. want it to then give you all those things in your brain that tell your brain, oh yeah, this feels good. Yeah. At that time. Instant dopamine. Yeah. Your dopamine levels just go back through yeah. the roof and then before you know it, you're sitting there and you, and you feel terrible. Yeah. About half hour later. Yeah. But people don't really spend a lot of time studying that, reading about it, no. paying attention because we're just used to just going, going, going now. 100%. Yeah. You know what I mean? It, it just becomes a, a, a negative distraction that you just think, I want that, I'll get that, yeah, I'll be right. That's sound. And you look at people and you go, how many times have you had that a week, mate? Yeah. I look around on the streets, um, you know, like on bin day. Yeah. When I sat at Doffer walk. So I walk up the street and I don't really do it on purpose, but I just, you look at people's bins, yeah. didn't you? Yeah, you walk by them, yeah. You're walking by them, yeah. Not that I'm a like, bin inspector. <laughs> <laughs> Local Jimmy's a bin yeah. inspector, mate. But and I just look at people's drink, like bottles of drink and takeaways and I just think, that's bad. You the glass because for a weekly yeah. amount that is that is bad. Yeah. You know, and it's and it's the same old same old. Yeah. And then you look at them over the years and they've put on weight, and then you look at them and then they go, oh yeah, since so it's in hospital, yeah, so it's got heart attacks, and you think in the back of your head you generally think, I'm not surprised. No, I know. Yeah, you can't say no. that. It's a bit similar to what I said earlier about the guys in the gym and they're coming and saying, oh, I ain't getting in shape. It's gone out. It's, my my dog's gone out of all because I've just gone on absolute binge all weekend. You can't say that, and I think today we should be saying that. Yeah. But people should be taking it as in a way like this guy's actually telling me the truth. Do you know what I mean? And people, 
shy away from the truth. They don't want the truth. Yeah. Because it's like what me and you say, because then you've got to learn, you've got to get knowledge, you've got to become disciplined. And you've got to put in the hard work yeah. to overcome it. I think you've got to learn... Applying change. Applying change is hard. You've got to learn yourself. I mean, so exactly. I used to go gym years ago with another lad, and he and he could like and he used to, and so we used to train the same, and he's like, "Well, welcome. I don't look like you," and I'm like, "Well, you, you, just because we're eating the same meal, we might eat the same meal. That might be doing something to your body that's not doing to mine. So you've got to learn what what works for you. And stay. You, know, you wouldn't take two cars to the petrol station, put petrol in both, and look at the cars and be like. Why, why, don't, why does my Ford not look like your Nissan? Yeah. One's a Nissan, one's a Ford. Yeah. But, but people's bodies are just built yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and made and programmed a completely yeah. different way. Yeah. I think, oh, I'm going to follow mean? this diet. This person's doing this diet. It's like me going to you, what's, what's your eating plan? I want it. Yeah. My eating plan works for me, man. Yeah, you, yeah. And I think, like, this is where we go back again to social media, Instagram, you know, famous people, celebrities. I used to look back in the day when you used to have like a men's health and you'd actually just sit there going through a catalogue yeah. of men's health and you'd Come try something whereas now you see it on Instagram and you think I've got to do that. Yeah. I've got to go out and stack up all on the protein puddings. And you're like, we all do it. I'll yeah. do it. But yeah. it's amazing of how much the technology grabs your brain and say that is going to work for you. Get it right now. Yeah. And you do. Um, and I think we should be slowing down and actually going well what's in those yogurts yeah. are they good for me do they work for me yeah. what is my body type what is my calorie limit how much fat should I be having how much fat's in yeah. that before I eat it do you know what I mean yeah. and, the, and the Instagram is, is, is not helping at all the technology you know it's just saying look at me I'm great I'm, I'm, I look this way by eating this and if you do this you'll be the same Yeah. and that's not realistic at all that doesn't work for people no yeah I did it with, um, I used to have whey protein shakes all the time, you know, when we was younger. And I realised that they were, and then you used to go to the toilet a lot afterwards, and you just think, you just put it down to, oh, that's just what protein shakes do. Yeah. I found out that I've got an intolerance to whey, so yeah. I have um, vegan protein shakes now, and they're like sound. Mm. Like, mm. So what you thought, it's, it's, and that's interesting just on its own, isn't it? Because for a very long period of time, you've been having something that's bad for you, thinking that it's going to do good. Yeah. Because everyone else is doing it. Yeah. And people say, take more whey protein mm. when you train because you will get more muscles and less fat. Yeah. But the people that say that should be saying, this actually works for me, it may not work for you. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Which causes ill health. Yeah. <laughs> it's not good for your bowels. No. But it, but I'm probably I mean? not, it's probably, I'm, I'm intolerant to it, so it's probably not even getting where it needed no. to get anyway, no. you know what I mean? Because it's just yeah. going straight through yeah. the system. 100%. So, yeah. Um, I think you sort of touched on that, of like what, what inspired you to pursue a career in mental health. Was that through your personal training sort of thing and your yeah, social it was, side? It was interesting because I think I've always been quite a bit of a social butterfly. Yeah. Um, I think elements of, of my mum and me are always in there, like helping people, supporting people. Yeah. Um, it's probably one of my strengths and weaknesses. Yeah. So when obviously I, I applied that within... Uh, like the fitness industry when I was younger you know like a little lean bean kid back in the day everyone was just like oh you'd be really good at St Andrews and I was just like yeah I weren't, I weren't really bothered yeah. I weren't really interested I had no interest at all and then I got to that point when I was personal training and the money was okay you know um, I had my first daughter but I found myself in the gym just like 10-12 hours a day 
and I was stuck in that industry and I didn't like, I looked great, I didn't feel great. I actually yeah. was really insecure. Um, everyone's giving me compliments, but in my head I felt the opposite. I didn't enjoy my training because I was in that environment where whatever I did and whatever I, I looked like, I was never good enough. Yeah. Um, and also because I was applying my energy to everyone 12 hours a day, I had no energy for myself at the end. So my training and my hobby that helped me cope in life actually was becoming a burden. A burden. Yeah. And quite negative. So I kind of sort of, you know, when I'm in my ex partner, we had a little chat at the time. Um, Mum was working there as well. Um, and obviously, it's quite a big care organisation. It was a big step for me, to be fair. It was like a leap of faith. So I just applied online, had a, an interview. Um, didn't have a clue what I was walking into, mate. Didn't even, I didn't even think in my head at the time once I was applying, like, what is mental health? Yeah. Um, I just, yeah. But on the interview, I think the woman could see that I was really, really quite proactive, yeah. you know, motivating, supportive, caring. And that helped from your job previous. Yeah, yeah well-mannered, polite. I just sort of ticked, I think I just ticked boxes that she was just like, yeah, you know, we can we can see a, a, a certain potential within yeah. here. And then just started. But I remember when I started, mate, it was probably one of the scariest things I've ever done. Literally just like, what am I doing here? Yeah. I remember going home and being like, I'm not going back. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't know if it was for you, but it's a change. It's a it scary... Yeah, it is. It's a leap of faith. But you learn that... Career like, change, isn't it? Yeah. But as an adult, now your day, like how old we are now, yeah. that, that change you'd recognise as like, as, as a, like yeah. a challenge and like yeah. a good change. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. But you're young and, and it's... And I still see people like new staff, new bank staff, new people come towards and I think... You know, to all look in the face that they're feeling there exactly the way I felt. Yeah. So it's about recognising that and it being like, oh, you're right. Yeah. You know, just supporting and helping. Yeah. You know. Yeah, definitely. I mean, we get lads turn up on our site, um, on building sites, young lads. I mean, example, we had uh, we were building some houses down near Fitness First, yeah, Dalton Gym, and um, I was driving in in the morning and I seen this woman, this older woman walking up with with her son with a high vis on. Like, so she's bringing his son to her uh, son to work with holding oh, his lunch bag yeah and I thought and I just instantly thought to myself then I was like he ain't gonna last the day yeah and he didn't he lasted till 10 yeah <laughs> he just think like but but fair play to him he tried it and I don't know whether a different situation you know but me I don't know whether I'd have done it when I was I, I would have done it I think I've always been quite out, not outspoken but said what I thought and I would have been to my mum nah this is this is you here. Mm. I'm walking up. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, this is yeah. a man's sort of yeah. a man's so you had that environment. Confidence. Yeah, you had that confidence. And it's you know, good. Yeah, I just need thought, confidence. People need confidence. I just thought, you know, I mean, there's, you know, I'm not saying I'm a confident person, but in there's, we're all not very. There's, there's areas of comp. Like for me, a building site is where I'm. Where you feel confident? confident yeah, hundred yeah, percent. Yeah, like that's. I'm. It's like a not an imposter syndrome sort of thing, but you get me on a building site, I'm a different person. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. people will go, oh, you're different outside, outside work, and I'm like, yeah, but I'm different, but I don't change my personality, but that's me working work. mode, and that's yeah. me outside, you know, I'm a bit more, I'm I'm quite dedicated, in a sense, like, I want to, uh, I'm a bit of a perfectionist, so I want to do good at my job. I yeah, want to do the yeah. best I can. Like, like you said, with like, to be your study, and you're not going to hold my hands up at the end of the day and go, like, I've, 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 best at that. I've done a good shift yeah. here. Which is a good strength. Yeah, but, in it, also, yeah, but it also 
does it can be a weakness yeah, at times again yeah. but it's yeah, yeah. I mean, and, I, and, I'm, and at the minute I'm kind of battling with that at work and I mean I'm getting a bit stressed and it's stressing me just because other people are not I've got to learn that other people are, I'm, well, I'm trying to learn that other people are not going to be the same as me and not do the job as good Absolutely. as me and not and just because I think that that's the right way or the perfect way I've got to learn that it's not yeah and, yeah. and some of what you in your head at that time what you think is acceptable realistically there are different levels of other people thinking what's acceptable yeah you know I've, I've got a close mate and he's a he's a brilliant landscaper um, and he would absolutely work to the point of perfectionist on every job yeah every job every side every tiny nook cranny um, and it's it, it's a process isn't it yeah going through and realising can I be a little bit lean on yeah. this, this area can yeah. I be a little bit lean on that area over there yeah which is really important and, mm. and is this going to stress me out and is it too much yeah because you can't apply it in everything every day every job there's no and letting other people stress yeah. you which I've got like you know and can, it filters onto other people doesn't it yeah oh definitely I mean we're doing we were doing say down an alleyway to an, for an house two houses together to a building down the side and it's sort of like you know and I'm still being a, the perfectionist I am and the other lads thought oh it's only an alleyway like, oh don't worry about it it's only an alleyway nobody's really going to see it and I'm like yeah but it's your work it's, it's what yeah, you're doing it, I, I sort of you know what if <laughs> I build a, if I build a million pound house and a, and a housing association house I'll okay. put the same effort in same effort doesn't make no difference yeah. to me it doesn't matter that. yeah, yeah. What, what, what should be the difference in my eyes yeah. but I know a lot of you know and it, but it does get to that point where exactly. I do get stressed, but because yeah. because then you're you, you you end up kind of like reprogramming the way you think and work and behave at work to the quality, yeah. And and again, like we said earlier, applying that change is difficult yeah. because you think, well, I'm not used to change. I'm not used to change. I don't yeah. Want to change. Yeah. I want to do it the way I want it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And that's that's your brain, isn't it? Saying, yeah, do it the way you want it. You're yeah. Right, you're okay. Yeah, you've done it like easy, this. That's easier in your brain at that time. Yeah, than, than doing it a diff, you know. Yeah. Than, but yeah. Where it was just sitting back, and it's like we were saying earlier, like with the housework and the cleaning, sometimes does it need to be done, and what's important, just sitting back and going, no, it's cool. Yeah. But nowadays, you know, we've all got a lot of elements of like OCD, where we just go, no, oh, I need yeah. to do it, I need to do it, I need to yeah. do it. Do you? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, I mean, that's, Dan, Dan will, my missus will tell you, like, she's, she'll back me up on this. She's, I'll see a bit of fluff on the floor. I'll leave the old house. Yeah, yeah, same. I, I, come, I went gym in the morning the other day, went work, come home like, a bit late, and then I, and I was cleaning till it was, you know, I didn't sit down. You know, I seen the little in between. I sat down to have dinner, then it was carry on and cleaning. And, I, and, I, and I, while, while I was doing it, like, I just thought, I want to sit, I don't want to be doing this. I want to sit down and spend time with my little one before she goes to bed. But then another part of me was fighting and goes, yeah, but it needs to be done. But then I think yeah. of going back to the childhood You're sort like, of thing. I'll get the cleaning done and then I'll do this and do that. Yeah, because because I'm one of them people. If it's on my mind, you've got to complete it and do it. If I don't do it today, tomorrow I'll be thinking about it, and, mm. and then the next day. So I'd, in my head, I'm like, I'll get it done. Then yeah. it's then it's ticked off the list. Ticked off the list. And yeah. I think it goes back to the childhood sort of thing. With going back to like say, I don't. I keep naming him on this podcast, <laughs> my old man, which I've learned a lot from, good and bad. Um, is that he never done anything? So in my eyes, it's like I'm looking for that validation from like I've done all this cleaning and I've and subconsciously I'm going to Danielle like I've done it 
Yeah, so what, exactly. What, so. what yeah. are you, you know, yeah. Yeah. what am I getting more love? You know, it, I'm yeah. not asking I'll, her, I'll, but I feel I'll like I'll yeah. get more love. I'm going to get more love now because I've done that. And yet, yeah, but I do it as a way to sort of say to my partner, I'll do this because then you ain't got to. Yeah. I'll do this so that, you know, yeah. it, it reduces your workload and I don't mind doing it because I'm up and I'm feeling sound, so I'll do it. Yeah. But like you said, it's very, I'm sure she'll agree, there's, there's probably nine times out of ten I'll get the ump. Yeah. In that yeah, moment. Yeah, yeah. And then I'm on stress, yeah. something fall over, something smash, you know, whether it be a glass whilst I'm cleaning, then all of a sudden, like, it's everyone else's fault. Yeah. But it's hard to actually. Because you're to, doing it. Yeah, it's me to go, well, you didn't have to clean, Craig. Yeah. And, and I will get that fed yeah, back yeah. to me. You just yeah. have to clean then. Yeah. And then I'm like, but I'm cleaning to help you. Yeah. And me, and yeah. to clean the house because it's our house. But that's that's the way I think. It doesn't mean that's the right no. way at that time. Um, and it's, it's hard then taking that feedback from someone else that views it in a complete different way because you think, why ain't you going to bother then? Yeah. I won't do it then. Yeah. But then you just go into your negative pattern of thinking and behaviour, don't you? Because you're putting too many expectations on yourself for what? Just yeah. Just over a little bit of, little bit of mess. And it's sort of knowing your partner. And, and is your house... Is your house messy? No. No. Does it really need to be tidied up? No. no. Are you choosing to do it? Yes. Why are you choosing to do it? Don't know. Yeah. But I think because it's I want to stems from like a. I mean, I don't know if you've heard of any like love languages. Everybody's got a, like a love language. So I communicate. So yeah. I think. So in my head, so I, I probably haven't taken the time to sort of know my partner's, my missus' love language. So in my head. I'm sort of know what my mum's love language was with my dad, so he didn't do anything around the house. So I'm thinking my mum wanted him to do that. Yeah. So I'm going to do that, and I'm going to get my... Then my partner will love me more and be more affectionate. But my missus would probably appreciate me sitting on my ass, neck, giving her a cuddle on the sofa. I'd probably get more love and affection from that than if I clean. But i am sort of got that programmed in the head from, my old, from childhood yeah. to do that. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's right, but it's, I haven't taken the time to sort of... Yeah. But the healthy thing is, is that in relationships, you both are aware of the way each other are. Yeah. You know, I think nowadays some people actually don't, and they try and change the individuals, mm. and they say, oh, he just keeps doing this, or she keeps doing that. Sometimes, again, like what we said earlier, comes back to acceptance, and you've just got to accept that Scott likes to have a clean house, and he likes to clean. Yeah. Because and if you can do that, then it will be healthy. Yeah, it'll work. There'll be no problems. But when you have people going, well, I'm I'm not happy with you doing that. Stop cleaning. When you know that you ain't going to stop. Yeah. You can't stop someone from doing what they want to do. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And that's in everything in it in every yeah. day life, whether it be good or bad. Yeah. It's just it's just applying everything to everything. It's just again, it's just knowing yourself, isn't it? Um. Can you share an example of a particular challenging case you've worked on and how you approach it? Obviously, you've got to be careful with, you know, names and stuff. Yeah, like obviously, that. be mindful because you know confidentiality. Yeah, and, you know, being quite respectful with the um, line of work I work in. But oh, say that again. Have you got uh, you got an example of a particular challenging case that you've worked or patient that you've worked with, and how how you approached it? Yeah, to be honest, I mean, like, I'll give you a good good example. So the, the past three months I was working on, it was a male admission ward, you know, it's a PQ ward, so people that quite often have a relapse, um, 
that have had mental health issues, they'll probably come off medication, certain stresses, certain negative impact factors that we all experience just causes a blip to spill over and they become unwell and they need they need to be in hospital or they need treatment. Some of them may not. Yeah. You know, because I don't really want to just label the whole lot. Um but we also get people that are experiencing their first episode of psychosis as well and these are it's quite sad because it's normal normal people yeah and I shouldn't really label normal but it's people that you can relate to and see in day to day community life um, and I was reading these notes and I was just like I swear I know this lad I swear I know this lad do you know what I mean um, and it was interesting because from knowing him my opinion automatically changed and I started paying attention to the carers their opinion, professional mm. and unprofessional. And then when he came in, it was just interesting to relate to how easy it is of becoming mentally ill. You know, this was a, a normal average Northampton lad, um, uh, similar age, you know, similar lifestyle, but again, does all the things that me and you know individuals do. And it absolutely just is the mental, the individual's mental state just absolutely went, you know. And it was sad to see that he didn't mean to. Yeah, he didn't. He really didn't mean to. Do you know what I mean? But the impact it had on him, everyone around him, and and obviously for me it was quite hard because I was like, this is this is worrying, you know, because it is at people's doorsteps. All it takes now, I think, is a financial problem, a bereavement, um, some alcohol, some substances a relationship breakup, an argument, things are really on the threshold of yeah. people becoming, because of the anxiety that we live in now. Everyone's on thin ice. Stress, everyone is very on just thin ice. And you can actually see the cracks when you start to know your friends, your family, your loved ones, your people around. And those cracks are definitely coming out a lot more, a lot more. And it was sad to see. Yeah. And it was just, for me, an example of how easy it is. Um, and it's definitely made me a lot more like non-judgmental when I see a lot more people saying, yeah, I'm, I'm actually not doing too good at the moment, my mental health's gone downhill, or, you know, I've got depression, or, yeah, I've, I've, I've recently gone into hospital. Um, I think we're going to see a lot more of it. Yeah. I think we need to come to grips with that. I think there's a lot more stigma, there's culture, opinions, there's a lot more unconscious bias spread with individuals that just are completely uneducated and they don't know and they don't want to know a lot of people just slap it as always, oh, he's doing it on purpose, he's misbehaving, this and that, because that's easy for them to say, because they haven't got the time, or yeah. they've not experienced any of that, and I think, in this country definitely, we need to start slowing down, and sort of paying attention to this, and realising it's, especially in the male culture as well, like I'm sure you see it when you're scaffolding, and when you're on site, like people just being like, oh shut up mate, man up and get on with it, Yeah. Nah, that's the old that's, school, that's not, that's not cutting it now, because, no. Those days of shut up, man up and get on with it was in a day where money was cheaper. Yeah. You know, everyone worked an average of Monday nine till five. There was a, it was easier to provide food on the table. Bills were a lot cheaper. You know, the neighborhood, the community was a lot safer. You didn't have to worry about things with your kids and families, which is where I'm coming back to like me and you when we were kids, you know, mum and done all sorts, but equally there were safe haven places yeah. around Northampton that I could just rock up and spend all day there and there'd be no trouble. Yeah. Whereas now we live in a a society of worry and state and anxiety that 
you know, if I let, if I let kids and that go to the shop, are they going to be all right? Are they coming back? Because I'm also aware that social media's posted a, 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 like a gang culture or a knife crime or a big incident. So everyone talks about it. And obviously everyone talks about all the negative things and everyone talks about it. So everyone worries. Everyone worries. It's in the back of your mind. You can't get rid yeah. of it. Do you know what I mean? Like the the, the, the recent unfortunate horrendous lot of stabbing cases that, and, and that, that bit causes nightmares yeah. for parents. And all the negative things naturally just spread toxic toxics in your brain, don't they? They're not going to go away. They spread. It floods your brain. Yeah. And you can't think, well, actually, they should go to the shop. Yeah. They might be okay. You know, it may not, but it might be okay. And then we moan that they ain't doing anything. And they're not outside. And they're not outside and and kids aren't kids away. Some kind of sort of change needs to come of it. I think it's more like you going back to the negative thing because I've heard from a few people that the kids are actually safer today Mm. than they were when we were kids. But it's, you know, when we were kids, you had two news channels and a BMX and a, yeah <laughs> and it and was not, it. so but you, you didn't have the internet and the, you know so all this news going about it's creating more of a oh it's getting really bad I remember when I was in Australia and we was living with an Australian woman my friend was uh, there was his girlfriend and um, on their 10 o'clock news was in, uh, videos of kids drinking um, alcohol in, in, the, in the street mm. And then she's like, oh, it's getting, it's getting bad here, isn't it? It's getting bad here. I'm like, that wouldn't, the, the level, that wouldn't even make the chronicle on our, you know, on our level wouldn't because we're us. far worse than that. Wouldn't phase us. We're far worse than that. Yeah. But if that hadn't been on the news, she wouldn't have been going, oh, it's getting bad here. Like, you know, some things that don't need to be yeah. sort of said yeah. in a way because but, but news sells, so they're going to put everything negative they can. News. Yeah, 100%. And then the negative, the more it sells. Yeah. And I, I think, like, my line of work as well, that's a really big thing that I try to pay attention to. Um, you know, we've got this thing called RAID that you highlight the positive in things. Yeah. And it, the ward becomes better, the team becomes better, the whole environment becomes better because if you've had a bad day for that whole seven days, you feel bad. But you're not seeing that you've had six good days. No. Do you know what I mean? So look at your six bad days more psychologically take that approach and spread it where you're going we've had six good days here though yeah yes we've had one bad day but that's okay but even that one bad day a lot Danielle will say to me I had a bad day today what was bad about your day and she'll probably name 20 minutes of that day yeah so you just had a bad 20 minutes yeah you had a bad 20 minutes you know and somebody said if you won 20 if you won 24 million on the lottery but a million got took away from you so you still had 23 million would you let that 1 million ruin your 23 million like so there's 24 hours in a day if you had one bad hour you've still got the 23 that are good yeah or not not, it don't have to be amazing but a 20 minute experience can change someone's whole mood for the rest of the day yeah you know when I've done um, I've done a good placement at the Frank Bruno Foundation and uh, there's a bloke there called James White who leads it um, and some other amazing staff up there. Big up the Front Bruno Foundation. <laughs> um, but one of the big things that they were taking was obviously about mindfulness and awareness yeah. in the moment. And it was like, you know, he, he, I remember him asking, how many of you come in rushing at work because your car's, you know, you, you, you forgot to get petrol or there's been a, a car accident or you left your phone at work or you haven't got your ID or these little things and everyone's just like oh, I'm having a bad day are, are you really having a bad day what, yeah. is, what is a bad day you know when really at, the, at the, the, the end of it someone's then walking into the same place 
just been, you know, having someone pass away. Yeah. That that really bad mental health, and you compare that, and you go, I'm not having a bad day at all. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like what you say. We're too we're too comfortable. We it's like we want to have a bad day sometimes. Yeah. I think people like to play the victim. Bad days. They like to play the victim, don't they? People create negative behaviours to get sympathy to get the victim yeah, yeah and I, I feel sorry for me you know yeah. I want a free ticket or I want an easier day at work because yeah. I've had a bad day I want attention and compassion yeah. and you go well why did you have a bad day oh well I woke up like why did you woke up like oh went to bed like watching Netflix drinks. I had a couple of drinks yeah, last yeah. night or I chose to do this and yeah. it's like well take some responsibility for your lifestyle choices then yeah of, of which has affected your day and if you're not going to stop that if you're not going to change that you know the reality is you're likely to have a bad day tomorrow again. Then. Yeah. Um, but and it's and it's and being mindful and aware of these things is, it's a skill and a tool. And people again, like we were saying earlier, like they don't stop in the moment and spend time doing that. Yeah. You know why am I stressed? When was the last time I relaxed? What do I need to do to relax? Yeah. What? How what, do I relax? But what? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. What relaxes you? Yeah. What relaxes you? It's yeah. a massive question, and people look at you like. You're a bit of a dim low asking that question, not all, all of a sudden you're a professional psychologist. But I only realised recently like, what relaxes me. Yeah. And and like and this woman said to me, Do you ever stop and think about nothing? And I said, What? So if I'm not ever stopping and thinking about nothing, I'm never relaxed. No. And I just sat there and it blew my mind. Because like when I think when I was younger, you know, I was sort of um really energetic as a child. And the doctor, I never really got fully diagnosed with ADHD, and I don't want to start talking about that. No, that's a big, that's another day. Subject and topic, <laughs> we'll do that here because we'll be here for another two yeah. hours. But I think there is an element within me where I am quite, I'll do things very quick. Yeah. You know, before I'll, I'll do five jobs at once before yeah. I've even completed the first job. Same. Um, and I never really sat there and thought, I don't actually have a point where I'm like, I don't think about anything, and my brain's empty and just yeah. relaxed. So I'm never going to be able to relax. And she gave me a bit of work to do to just sort of try and empty my mind to then actually relax when I've got the time to relax. Yeah. Before you know it, that week, I've had a good week because I'm more relaxed. Yeah. It's kind it, of, which makes perfect sense. It's kind of being present in that moment. You know, like if you're, you know, if you find sitting down watching a series on Netflix relaxing, but sit down and watch a series on Netflix, the show, don't, like, I tend to, my yeah. mind's thinking of other things, but... Yeah. One thing I find that is relaxing is um, I like colouring. I mean, you do art. Yeah. Because yeah. I'm colouring that. But it's funny, isn't it? So I'd sit there, I mean, me and a little and just been out of the garden colouring. But I'm present. Yeah. But it, and you I feel silly that, saying it, don't you? Like, yeah. I like colouring. Like, I like artwork. Yeah. And people, people like, have a bit of banter with me. And they're like, oh, you're still doing your painting, your artwork. And it's like, yeah, I'm never going to stop because it's good for me. Yeah. And I will keep doing things that are good for me because they make me feel good. Yeah. Why well, would I stop? Yeah. Of course I'm still doing my artwork and painting. It's something that I enjoy, it's something that I'm good at. I literally just feel like I'm in my own little world, yeah. my, little, my own little bubble. And I think people need to spend time finding that, yeah. their own little bubble where they feel like they've got a sense of euphoria. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Whether it be the gym, reading a book, listening to a certain type of music, jumping in a lake, yeah. walking the dog, whatever it is you want to do, do it. Yeah. If it makes you feel good and it's healthy and it's not causing any risk to others and risk to yourself carry on doing it yeah and make time for it you know make like we said earlier like plan for it organize yourself yeah sacrifice some things sacrifice other things stop moaning that oh, i ain't got time for it i've got to do this got to do that but have you yeah 
Or do you just want to do that? Well, find what's going to benefit you. Or are you avoiding that thing to cope? Yeah. Are you saying that as a coping thing? I know so many people that do the same lifestyle behaviours, negative choices, which creates negative factors. And it's like, because you're not choosing anything that's good for you. Yeah. And because you don't want to. Because you can give them all the tips, all the advice, all the tools, all the education. A week later, they're not even applied it. So you just think... You know, you've got to take some responsibility in. No, definitely, yeah. I mean, like going back to what you said then, like I do, say with the, if I've got a task to do at home or the cleaning or, or whatever, and I and I like to take my little and out for a walk. You know, like out of the house, and we'll just go for a walk around the street yeah. and come back and probably pop her to the park and push her on a swing for five minutes before dinner because I like that because I'm out my environment. I've got nothing to think about, so I'm present walking with my little and around the brain, around yeah. the park. It's good for your brain. So. Because if I find, if I sat here and think, oh, I'll go in the playroom with the little mm-hmm. and we'll play with the Barbie dolls and stuff. You're inside. I'm still, but they're still in my mind. When when we're finished playing, yeah. I've got to do this. Yeah. I've got to do that. And when you finish playing, you're going to think about holding up. Yeah. Whereas when you go out, you leave the environment, it's left yeah. there, you don't worry about it. And I find, so you've got to find what benefits. So if I think, well, it actually is going to benefit me better if I told you, or I'll go for a walk with the little and I'll, yeah. you know, I'll do some yeah. colouring, I'll do some artwork, yeah. and you know, got to find what yeah. benefits more like sometimes I'll come in and you'll do stuff and you haven't sat down at night but it's coming to like 10 o'clock and you think well I think it's going to benefit me more if I go to bed rather than sit down and go bed late watch you know watch me on TV you know, so you felt you've sat down time. so you yeah. feel like you've sat down but yeah. you know I've just gone to bed sometimes Daniel will go oh you ain't sat down I'm not you but this is what's going to benefit me more mm. you know because I'm going to get it I'm not I'm going to have more the same sleep that I normally have I'm going to wake up and I'm, you know, I'm going to feel fresh in the morning yeah I mean I've just done a one of my dissertations on depression and one of the biggest things is actually relates to depression and ill health and poor mental health um, screen time sleep time sleep Sleep can, lack of sleep can kill you. Yeah, yeah, massively. If you're having really disturbed sleep, you're not relaxed when you sleep, if you're not having a healthy amount of hours, if you're in bed on your phone, screen time, yeah. with that, I think Glare, the blue, blue light, blue light, yeah. yeah, blue light, terrible. Yeah. Well, what, what you're only going to know about it if you read about it and learn about it. Well, it, the, what, it if people don't know, what the, the, what the blue light does, it's the, same, it's the same as the sun, so it gives you the same effect. So, you, so if you've got this light shining in your eye, eyes at night, your brain don't tell you Water, your mate. your eyes don't tell your brain that it's night time. Yeah, yeah. You 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 are telling your brain that it's twelve o'clock yeah. in the daytime. In the daytime, so it's not going to make. So you your sleep. body will then go right, lads. Come it's, on, then it's ready to go. Time to wake yeah. up. So and then you're laying off. there trying to go to sleep. But you wonder why you can't sleep. Yeah, yeah. And then the next day, people are hardly getting sleep. Yeah. And you know for a fact they've just been trolling on the phone. Yeah. Or watching films. Yeah. And it's like back in the day when we didn't have any of these top technologies as kids. If bedtime was bedtime, yeah, yeah. And you slept better, so yeah. you woke up, you done more stuff, you were happier, yes. you were in a better state of mind, you were fitter, you were healthier, you were doing stuff more. A lot of people go, oh, I, know, I don't feel the way I was years ago. Yeah. Well, what are you doing now? Have a look at what you're doing now. What are you doing more of? What should you be doing less of? Like when you say, like, you go out and about and you feel great. We're forgetting as well that as human beings, we need to be around nature, we need to be out and about as much as possible. Yeah. Not indoors. Do you know what I mean? Well, I'm, I, it's I, not good I, for anyone. I, like I always think that we're the more I've read and learned and listened, we're still very primal. Oh, 100%. So 100%. We, society and technology, everything's moved so fucking rapid, but yet we're still primal. Yeah. So we need to go sleep, uh, you know, normal times, the same time. We, you know, the, the we need to get the sunlight. We need to be grounded outside. Um, I was going to touch on what you said about earlier, but it was saying about um, 
being present. Like so, people wonder why when they go on holiday, they feel great. They think it's because I'm on holiday. You're present because you're not thinking about anything at home. Mm. You're grounding yourself all the time. Mm-hmm. You're always and you're getting the sun all the time and yeah. you're eating. Most people, a lot of them go to uh, Tenerife and they want to find the English bars and the English fryers. But you know, a lot of people, you know, you go to the Mediterranean or whatever and you're eating a Mediterranean diet. Oh, yeah, yeah. You're grounding, you're getting you sunlight, go, yeah. you're getting you fresh look, air. You go and look at those Spanish, the, the elderly Spanish people. Yeah. You know, the little, the lovely tan. Yeah. Get vitamin D. Yeah. They're in the sun, sea, sand. I think me and the partner, we only went to Benidorm. Which me, me, the missus and the kids went to Benidorm last year. Um, and there was a little beach in been in the Benidorm old town. Yeah. Um, there's a really large sort of balcony that overlooks and then there's the sea underneath. But yeah. there's a nice little area you can sit. And it was like you could tell that there was a sense of all the community have a certain time that every all the locals come, take their kit off, get in the sea, and they just hold hands and sing. There's no technology. No. That these are the happiest people I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> But I watched it and I was so shocked because it, it, I just said, why don't we do that? Yeah. All these people had no worries in the world. They'd be frowned upon it. It didn't, yeah. It didn't matter what they were wearing. It didn't matter who they were. Yeah. And some of them you could tell that they, they, didn't, they didn't care who they were. They didn't care yeah. of, you know, whether, oh, I don't know, you don't know. Just relax, get yeah. in the sea and sing. Let it all go. Present at the time, yeah. Present at the time, mate. And it was such a nice thing to see yeah. when I see it it made me feel so humble and I paid attention awareness of going that's what life's all about yeah. that is what life's all about then. Yeah. and you can tell they do that on the regular do you know what I mean and even like when you go down the, the beachfront there there was all like exercise apparatus set up certain like bike tracks on the side the roads were just a lot healthier cleaner to provide that better of like well-being and health and I want to be outside because it looks like this and it's encouraging people to go in that environment because it's nicer yeah so they feel better when they're in that environment yeah so they're only going to do it more yeah I think the um, a lot of things as well the what the say like what the hippies used to do years ago you know like the grounding themselves all the time and you know they're always outside in nature and stuff like that I mean even stem as far I was going to ask you about this with your mental health thing because I know that um, like LSD and MDMA mm-hmm. and all them things mm-hmm. are ketamine even ketamine are coming mm-hmm. in to play with the with the mental health side of it you know and these hippies used to do all this stuff and now and they used to always used to get frowned upon and not hugging trees and stuff like that and a lot of people are looking at them now going actually what they're doing works 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 you know they're out all side all the time and mm-hmm. uh, you know even, even as far as not wearing deodorant and you know with all the toxins and everything in that and it's like well actually let's take a look at what they were doing and yeah and i mean is lsd and i don't know if is that sort of so i know what what i watched a documentary on a, a doctor done called how to change your mind on netflix and um he was i think there's a place the only place in the world that was allowed to test um like lsd and stuff like that on patients was switzerland Mm. So, um, which I like Switzerland area anyway, a lot mm-hmm. of that sort of because mm-hmm. they just do what they want to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and so in Switzerland now they're testing like microdosing of LSD and mushrooms and stuff like that, and they're the 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 results are like remarkable because it's not a toxic and no. it's not addictive. No. And um, I just didn't know if it was sort of coming into play with in your area of work. I think it will do, whether it comes in the UK or whether it's, you know, certain companies, certain brands, certain money, certain finance issues, because obviously that's what it comes down to, isn't it? Yeah. Um, 
I think there's a lot of things that we haven't explored yet in terms of med- medicine and science. Yeah, uh, like natural medicine. Yeah, I mean, I don't, know, I don't know how you feel. Natural or... medicine, natural remedies. Yeah. You know, I was speaking to one of my friends last night. He's a massive fan of lot herbal teas and yeah. all the, some, of the, some of the teas he showed me yesterday. I couldn't believe it. They look disgusting. Yeah. But he absolutely swears by them and he says he just feels brand spanking new on them. But for me, I ain't going to judge because it worked for him. Yeah, exactly, yeah. You know what I mean? And it's he said it's better than a can of Red Bull. Yeah. And the reality is, it is. Yeah. <laughs> so he pays attention to that and that helps him cope. Yeah. It's a positive thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think natural, you know, what is people are actually being educated and learning what are natural remedies and trying them massively mate yeah. I mean when you go look at the old days in the war and what medicines we were using just for wounds cuts treating people it's stuff that grown in the ground yeah we don't do that anymore <laughs> we all run to boots yeah or we, we, we go to a chemist you know we don't yeah. try we go have you tried this have you tried that have you done this no no why why have you not done that like for um for things for depression there's so many natural things that you can do that may help Jim change you and if you haven't tried them, there's a lot more out there than just medicine. Yeah. Because obviously the medicine can can give you side effects. It may not work. And we live in a day where the, there's that culture of blame. And, well, you know, well, the doctor done this and that was rubbish. And I ain't going to bother seeing this of a doctor. Can you believe they've done this? Can they, this but you're like, putting well, it all on the doctor. You're putting it all on the doctor. Yeah, just because he's a the doctor. doctor can educate. only do what he can do. Yeah. He's not got a magic button that will fix you and wave a wand and go, yeah, bang. It's not taking a car... To a car mechanic he may be able to fix your car yeah. he may not because he doesn't know your brain he knows a normal scientific template of a brain and research and what research education medication will work for that brain mm. do you know what I mean and if you're not going to try and explore like you say natural things then what are you going to do what are you want, blaming they want a quick quick fix you know, what, I mean I don't know how true this is this is what I've sort of read but I don't want to repeat myself too much, so I mentioned this last time, but when, when you take an antidepressant, so melatonin, is it melatonin? Yeah. It's the, it's the thing that... That was a melatonin in your brain. Yeah. So you're, if, you've got, if you're depressed, you've got low levels of melatonin. What an antidepressant does, what I, what, from what I know, is it rations that melatonin out. Throughout yeah, so the day. so it don't. I think people actually think that it's going to boost their melatonin and yeah. make them not depressed. But actually, it, it, what you're producing, it don't produce more. It just it goes rations that then throughout the day to keep you going throughout yeah. the day. And what it does, it stops the areas of that brain signaling to the other areas that make actions, cognitive movements, yeah. decisions, processes, motivation. I can move. I can get out of bed today. Yeah. So it starts reducing that, which is why you know people with depression just want to stay in bed of them yeah. because they have that feeling of flatness yeah. it's that flatness that the those lack of levels cause and it's also like the sparks across the brain cells and when they communicate with each other that medicine can help with that can yeah but it's that word can people yeah. think it, it will it, it will yeah. it will and if it doesn't work then they're, they're, they're straight back going it didn't work but the thing is what I find I mean I know people that have been on antidepressants in my family and there's not many people that get off antidepressants because yeah, you, I, mean, really... you, I think my view of an antidepressant is yes, I, I, I don't disagree with them. And I think if you need them to bring yourself to a level where you can get out of bed, and but then you've got to work on yourself. Yeah. You can't just like expect that antidepressant to, to can be the cure. Fix the whole lot. You've got to then bring. Yeah. So I understand people want to stay in bed all the time if they're depressed. So the antidepressant will get you out of bed. Mm. You've got to then 
move your fucking legs yeah. and yeah. do the work on yourself. You can't yeah. just expect that to be, you know, just getting out of bed ain't going to solve yeah. it. You know and, I mean? and, you know, there's like, there's different moderations of depression. You've got, you know, mild, the sort of middle ground, and then you've got lots of severe. And it, 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 each, every person's individual depression is very different to the next person. That's why depression is so hard to treat and manage. Because my depression, when I'm depressed, it will be the total opposite of your depression when well, you're I'm, depressed. I'm laughing when you're saying that because I'm not using to say that because and that's with everything in life. With everything. So what works for you may not work for me. Yeah. So it's really hard when they come to professionals trained um, and you know people in the care factor going, what do I need to do? You need to learn. You need to, that individual actually then needs to know about that individual first. Yeah. What are they doing? What are, what is their lifestyle? What can they do? You can only offer, uh, and that's one thing that I learned when I was also at the Frank Bruno Foundation. You know, a lot of it, these people come with, with, with depression is the most common one probably. You know, drink problems, substances, gambling, addiction, uh, bereavement. The day to day problems that we all experience, and obviously it affects them a lot more, and some individuals come in with depression. But it's not really like a, a one size fits all. You know what I mean? The way you engage with this individual and you, the way you respond and get them to do things will be completely different to the next person that walks through the door. And you build that up by knowing them over a really long period of yeah. time. Like the courses was like, I think about 12 weeks. Um, so if I know that you don't like talking about surgery services, there's no point in me offering it to you. But I know also that you respond well to this, so we're going yeah. to do this. But I may offer it. I won't offer that to someone else because they might be slightly heavier in weight and have certain physical disabilities and aches and pains. They may not even like exercising. Yeah. So that's fine. Yeah. So we just so need to find something else. Something else. Yeah. You know, what else do they do? Do they like reading? Yeah. Do they like music? Yeah. It's not um, like me and you sitting there saying, gym's great for mental health, but you can't just go, what, everybody's going to go to gym? And I think that's where that culture, stigma, lack of understanding comes from. Because we all just live in a, a state now of lack of understanding. Because we're all just programming with these technology like robots yeah do you know what I mean yeah um, it's like uh, when uh, I've seen a quote and it said about the uh, you take your dog to the vet and the vet will be like and it's being sick or whatever or shitting everywhere and you're like the vet will be like okay right write down everything that it's eating and what it's doing and you know and this and that what you're feeding it and we'll, and we'll go through that and we'll, we'll pinpoint things that it could be but you go to the doctors with the same fucking situation for yourself the doctor go is a tablet yeah, and it's yeah. like so. The, it's like yeah. the doctors haven't even got time to get to know the individual. Yeah. Whereas yeah. years ago, you probably knew your doctor first name, terms, you know. But they're so inundated with patients, they've got to go next one, next one, next one. Yeah. Because, but then, and I think that stems down to everything with what we're eating and every. You know, there's more yeah. illnesses. You know, yeah. people go. You know, you go in a pharmacy now, and it's fucking stacked out. Yes, our medicine's better, and our education on doctors are better, but. I don't think it's better in the you know no, in the long run in the long run in the long run yeah and it's good to cause more ill health and physical health yeah because you're being less active and you? yeah yeah I'll go to the shop and get this yeah but it's it's causing that push of a button and get it yeah stick it down your throat it will fix all problems yeah um you know I know people that have had like long term knee pain but they've never been physio yeah you know I know people that have had chronic back pain but they've never ever paid for a specialist to see the back no. Nah. But they want to moan at the NHS. It's like, well, how many takeaways you had this week? 
or two or three, will take that money from a takeaway yeah. and go and see someone that's more specialised in that yeah. area. Just because you see a doctor doesn't make them training qualifiers of your specific back injury. No. Do you know what I mean? And, and it, people won't. They won't listen and accept that. <laughs> our physio's 40 quid for an hour, yeah, but I'll spend 40 quid on a takeaway. Yeah, easy. If, if a specific area of your car breaks down, you take it to a car mechanic because yeah. that bloke's trained within a car. Yeah. You know, if, if I, it's like when I take my pack, I didn't know what I'd done, but I needed to find out what I'd done to make it better. Yeah. So I went and I went and seen a person that was trained and qualified in that. Yeah. But people will not do yeah. that. No. And then they convince themselves that oh it'll be alright. I know people that like you know I know someone that's hurt their ankle lately and then like oh my knee's hurting now because you haven't fixed your ankle. Yeah. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Or you're not doing day to day things that are good for that injury. Yeah. You got to stop. You have got to listen and pay attention. Yeah. People don't want to. No. People then use the pain as an excuse to cope. Yeah. And then when you're having pain and stress long term, the likelihood is that it's going to cause some sort of mental health because your, your, your pain will just go to more pain and become painful. And then once your brain gets used to that on day to day, it hurts more. And it will make it a lot more painful for you. Do you know what I mean? It will flare up a lot more. Like, because I had to read this back my knee when I beneath them. When I started getting in the mood and I started getting stressed, my knee would hurt. When I'm calm, my knee don't hurt. Why is that? Yeah. It's, it's my brain. My brain is firing signals to my central nervous system saying, no, you need to care at the moment because your brain's relaxed. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I, I didn't even know, but there was a medication I read last week um, and one of the family members, he's had bad knees and we went down to see him and he was a completely different person because he's had this medication, he trialled it and I sort of read about it and that, but it actually what it does is it, it, it reprograms the central nervous system that's sending signals up to your brain to say, you're not in pain now, don't worry about it. It's absolutely sound. Yeah. His knee's still the same. Yeah. Nothing's so he's still got to work knee. on his knee. He, he will whatever. still be yeah. in pain, but it's actually that medication that's manipulating that area of your brain saying it doesn't hurt. Yeah. It takes time yeah. to build up that constant uh, firing of the signals because obviously it's all to do with like your central nervous system and your spinal cord that then goes into your brain, blah, blah, blah. But reading about it, I was absolutely amazed that medication could do that. But if people don't want to go to the GP for these health issues and things, it'd be still sitting there being like, oh, my knee's really hurting still. Do you know what I mean? You've got to think, well, who do I need to speak to about it? What can I do to do it? How do I, day to day, what can I do to make it better? Instead of just blaming, oh, well, I went to see a doctor two, three years ago, he did nothing. But that was a doctor. Yeah. That's not all doctors. No. That's what people that get two, three years ago. Times change. People get second opinions and third opinions. Second opinions you, don't, third you, hear, you don't really hear it in this country. And if you're going to give up, you're just giving up on yourself. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So, getting that blame card, I, I'm, it's for me. Obviously, you can tell the one I'm talking. Yeah. I'll get quite quite frustrated because it's again going back to what we said. Like, take some responsibility. Yeah. You know, learn and spend time. It's hard work. That's what. Of course it is. Of course it is. Well, the, I, easy, I, the easy thing to do is blame people. I had bad back. Like literally shaking in bed, couldn't move. Like sweating, went to the doctors and they like couldn't even move. I had to stand there and morally, I had to go for a piss in the middle of the night and I couldn't do it. I had to just piss mm. myself. I yeah. couldn't move. Yeah. Went to the doctors. He wanted to put me on Sapain. And I and I and I know a lot, a little bit about Sapain, and I know the side effects are fucking quite bad. Mm. So I was like, right now, nah. I'm so I went and so I read. A, I asked a, a mutual friend of ours about he had. I knew he had a back operation, and I knew he'd been. Uh, experimenting with CBD oil 
Mm. So I was like, right, I'll have, I'm going to try that, see if it works. It sort of helped. And then I went to see a chiropractor for a year, didn't didn't really help me. I went to see a physio for a year. And I got recommended to, to some Hungarian uh, woman that used to be a doctor in Hungary, old school doctor. Mm. Um, she's not got a license here, but she's like a therapist, massage therapist and yeah, everything yeah. like that. So, and she wiped the floor with what the chiropractor and the therapist and the doctor said. Because mm. um, they said it was my two vertebrae. It was a, a the crease, my vertebrae was two, the bottom two was stiff and I was creasing there when mm-hmm. I should have been creasing there. And she said, right, if I, I'll do something to you now, if it, if that is the case, you wouldn't let me do it. Mm. You know, you'll kick out, scream, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She done it and she went, no, it's not that. She went, um, yours is, your what yours is, is your, your top of your back's too big for your bottom of your back. So it's bypassing. Mm-hmm. everything is going straight to your pelvis and you, when you're leaning forward you, you, your body's telling you no that's going to hurt it's yeah, pulling your yeah, back yeah, yeah. so you need to stretch so then I after after the session with her an hour I said well, I sort of tested the water with her I said um, when do I need to come back then to see you she went you don't need me mm. she said just stretch Yeah. you don't need me you don't Amazing, need to come yeah. back she said come if you're back if you want Amazing. You come back if you want you know yes. every, every few months whatever but she said don't need me don't just stretch I went back and seen her for the first time again the other week still getting a few little because you know I'm a typical person when it's hurting I'm stretching mm-hmm. and I keep that up for a little bit mm-hmm. when it's not hurting I'm sound I'm, I don't need to yeah. stretch anymore yeah. went back and see a little niggle she said so that under under your ass cheek between my ass cheek and my thigh very tight get a roller roll it out and that, that's it she said it will cause a feeling of sciatica a lot yeah. of doctors will yeah. say you've got sciatica because you've got a shooting pain down your leg. The symptoms are the same. The symptoms are the same. But she yeah. said you were tight there, so roll, get a roll on it, get loose in that muscle, and you'll have no back problems. Yeah. I'm like, and that's the yeah. fourth opinion. Yeah. If I'd have went with the first opinion, I'd have, I'd be on some pain, still be on some pain, probably messing my kidneys up, so and God knows. Yeah. And be in pain yeah. in different areas yeah. of your body. Yeah. So. And you're taking medication you don't need. No, don't putting up with the side effects that yeah. maybe will help. Yeah. Because you've applied though, you've not gone down that non-medical route, which is what we were saying earlier. Mm. You tried it, so mm. you become educated, you applied it, learned it worked. Mm. It may not have worked, but it worked. Yeah, yeah. and not anybody else that will come to me with a med- lot of bad back. I'll say, well, if, you know, if, look at this area first. I'm not saying it is their area, but just look at it first. Mm. You know, don't stem on the first one. You hear same as good things. Don't yeah. stem on. You yeah. know, I'll listen to a lot of people. I'll read a lot of things, and I. And, but it doesn't mean it's right and I'm not going to it's not gospel mm. good or bad yeah, yeah, so yeah, you've got to do yeah. your research on it you know what I mean like, I think there needs to be um, I think eventually like, within this country we need to we need to start incorporating certain procedures legislation policies um, especially large companies like you mentioned Brick Lane you know we, we all know block, block pavers landscapes you're going to get a bad back you're doing you're bending over day to day you're lifting heavy stuff you do that Monday to Friday, average nine to five. You're doing that a lot more than what you are doing anything else. Mm. So the likelihood is you're going to get injured, it's going to flare up. But other countries nipping that education, well-being, interventions, checkups first, yeah. so that people are looked after, so that they know stretch more. And they can work longer. A brief walk is good for you. Stretch more because it loosens this area, it reduces the likelihood of you getting back eight. This country is really poor, and especially more more so because of post COVID, bills, money. People are going to work more. They're going to do those negative things more. Yeah. Because they're trying to earn money. You know, you don't want to you don't want to sit there and see your family suffer. We're all going through a financial crisis now, so it's like I work as much as I can to stock up money because everyone's trying to get ahead, isn't they? Mm. Not like you say, like being in the moment. And I think we need to start really just stressing that more, a lot more. Like you go. 
they pay attention to like, you know, advertising packet of fags on bus stops and stuff like that when you go down London Tube, like there's signs of this and signs of that, like McDonald's, Burger and this, that lot. Everyone knows where Burger King and McDonald's are. Like, we've got phones that tell us. Just advertise more about wellbeing stuff. Yeah. Start getting that and up there. You don't even see like us we've come to this last week, I mean, we see advertising of, like, every time I heard on the radio, listen to radio at work all day and it's sort of like you know, yeah, this boy won't get one free on pizzas, boy won't get one free on this chocolate, this and that. And I'm like, where's the boy won't get one free on organic spinach? Yeah, I'm just, <laughs> do, do you know yeah, what I mean? Like, where's this, the, yeah. the healthy stuff? I was actually stuff. saying to my dear, like, I don't know, because whilst I was studying, there'd always be like two days I'd have off in the week and I'd pick her up. And we'd always go for a lot of breakfast or lunch. I don't know anywhere, literally, at the moment, that there's like a decent jacket potato meal around Northampton. You know, like, a yeah, good yeah. old-fashioned jacket potato meal with yeah. salad and good old like healthy English like cafe or, food yeah 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 it don't exist no so you, you end up going out in a restaurant and you have to eat rubbish because it's, that's all they've got on the menu it's the only it's thing rubbish. that sells it's rubbish yeah. yeah it's all burgers chips greasy stuff yeah I think there's, there's one like uh, we always go to the one at Distant Village uh, the cafe in Distant Village because it just sells basic simple English yeah. food and it's just like that can't be the only place that we know mm. Do you know what I mean? It's really bad. You you had you ever had the food plug yet? No, not yet. That's that's pretty not good. Not, not it, yet. I know they've changed management from what they were before. Still good though. But you know we'll have a takeaway. Yeah. But it will be sliced sweet potatoes with kale and broccoli and all the yeah, greens quality. and then and like a little and a little bit of flank steak yeah. or a bit of steak and yeah. that. So we can sit there and have a takeaway. Mm. But I feel good about it. Yeah. And it's and good I've, food. And it's good food. Yeah. yeah. Which makes you feel good. Yeah. You know, and we the, we go we have a takeaway not because we're sitting on the sofa and think oh we can't bother to cook I mean we had a takeaway last night we busy didn't get home till like half six mm. so it was like I was like I'll get a mango tonight not that we couldn't be bothered to cook but by the time you cook the little ones got to eat and stuff like that so it was sort of like but it's them people that are sitting on their ass mm-hmm. not really doing anything yeah and then like ah oh, should we order a Domino's and you know we can't yeah. bother to get off the sofa and there's you know, but it's not there's really nothing wrong with doing that but if you acknowledge that. Right, we had a Domino's last night, so the next day we're not going to have Domino's and we're going to eat healthier and maybe go and have a walk. Mm. Do that. Yeah. Because you're going to have to balance your lifestyle. Go and have a walk, what are you wanting for your fucking takeaway to come? Yeah. <laughs> Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, 100%. You know, like, 100%. Weigh, weigh, like, weigh it up in that way. Yeah, you know, exactly. like, use it wisely. Yeah. And that's that's what I do. I've always, I only, you know, I'm not in the best of shape, but it's like I had a couple of beers last night, had a bit of bad food, straight in the gym, burn, you know, yeah. staying active having that active yeah. lifestyle because it's good for my head it's good for my body I feel good yeah if you feel good you can do good things and you don't feel bad then when you do have something bad because you've, no. you've conditioned your body like people think that it's not boring but you know I, I'm since having a child I want to be more about longevity I used to be one of them mm. where I, I was saying to my brother this morning like, oh, I don't care I don't really want to live till I'm 70, 80 I don't, I don't really care now I've had a child I want to be living until I'm 80 and I want to be going, if we've got, I want to go on holiday with my daughter and if she wants to go on a jet ski, I want to go on a jet ski yeah. at 80 years old. So yeah. I'm trying to condition myself to, have those experiences. to keep yeah, 100%. that experience yeah. going. You know, and like we were saying about the inflammation, like um, your back, my back pain and stuff like that, I do steps now. I know, um, you know, so stretching and stuff like that, but then I also know that Saunas reduce inflammation, so mm. I have you know I get in cold showers and yeah, cold and, baths. You know, yeah, yeah. so I I do them things. things lately, isn't it? Cold yeah. baths and that. Yeah, but I do them things as well to so to sort of help well-being. Yeah, well-being things that are, you know positively impact your well-being. Mm. 
and that's what a lot of people just ain't got time for no. they don't want to do it some people just think it's about work and doing nothing or you know not even being able to work yeah <laughs> we live in a society today where it's like well why can't you work oh I've got this I've got that have you mm. doesn't mean you can't work it's it's, it's just the, the spectrum's just completely tipped isn't it yeah do you know what I mean yeah it's um yeah, it's, 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 it's kind of worrying in certain things when you see more and more people like I'm working on a main road in, in on a building site and it's just I look around and I just fit another seat overweight 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 mm. overweight like and it's constant yeah and I just think and it's and it's all self-inflicted you know yeah. I mean they like even say that type, like even type 2 diabetes lifestyle choices is, is lifestyle choices, choices. Is, lifestyle choices. It, they, and they even reckon cancer can be sort of Related to uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. So you got to look at you got to look at your life. Yeah. You know, I understand if you're George Best lived till he was sixty, probably had a wicked sixty, whatever he was, wicked sixty years of his life. We ain't live, we ain't George Best. No, you know, you can't live like that. I'm, I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm conscious of what I do, and I'm not out on the piss all the time. But I will, I'm not saying don't enjoy yourself, but mm. just I take the other steps in place. Yeah. So when I do I go on the piss or do have a takeaway or do I don't feel bad about it and it don't make me feel shit because I've no. put all the other steps in place but well, it's that saying isn't it everything in moderation yeah everything in moderation because too much of anything is bad good or bad good or bad yeah, yeah. it is well that was the end of the episode and I want to thank you for listening I hope you took some from our conversation today please follow or subscribe the link to the Instagram page will be in the description please feel free to DM me if you'd like to be a guest on the podcast